0: let's say so for me i run my own business and stuff but um what practices or lessons did you take from your time in the military that you feel helped the most in succeeding in the world of business entrepreneurship and leading um obviously you do public speaking as well so there's different things going on here but let's say yeah. for me or something or just someone else who's listening that they, they've got their own venture going what can they take away from your lessons and apply in their businesses as well great question
1: uh, so it, it there's a lot, but there really isn't. It all starts with having a clear mission objective, right? When I'd go into companies and you know teach them how to debrief, when I do do keynotes or I do follow-on business consulting, it's pretty amazing to me when I teach them how to debrief. So I'll say, "All right, let's debrief what just happened this this product launch or this quarter or whatever." And there there are times when I'll say, okay, well, this was the objective and how did we do? And then half the room's like, wait, wait, that wasn't the objective or I thought it was this or that. So having an absolutely crystal clear mission objective with metrics, right? So everybody in the room looks at the whiteboard and goes, that's the mission. I get it, right? There's no question marks. There's no clarity because in the business world, you know, some some, uh, organizations will have, we want to be number one in customer satisfaction, whatever. And it, it's kind of gray. H- how do we define that? Right. So, in the military, you never went flying without an absolute clis- crystal clear mission objective of what this mission is. There ain't no gray. And in the business world, there's a lot of gray. Right. Mm, and so uh, yeah, uh, another powerful concept that I took from the military to the business world is the concept of a spa. And not like a three hundred dollar back rub. I mean a single <laughs> point of accountability, right? There's one commanding officer, right? It, it's a it, the United States Navy is known for this, right? If an aircraft carrier runs aground, it doesn't matter if the commanding officer was sleeping, eating, talking to a sailor in the engine room. She or he is fired. Mm-hmm. Right. And people really don't understand that. Well, the guy driving the boat or no, 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 no. Somebody has to be in charge. Single point of accountability in the business world. People are very comfortable with multiple points of accountability. When I was at that trading firm, I remember one day we were, for whatever reason, we were having problems getting quotes from the Philadelphia exchange to our trading floor. And we lost like 4 million bucks. And the owners of the firm were like, this was like first week I was there. And they're like, Wiz, can you look into this? I'm like, yep. So after the trading day, I got all the tech people together in one room. And I was like, okay, let's start our debrief. Uh, who's responsible for getting quotes from the Philadelphia Exchange to this floor? And you could hear crickets chirping. I'm like, looking around the room, I'm like, um, did I stutter? I'm like, who's responsible for? And after uh, you know a, a little bit more silence, this one guy's like, well... You know, I kind of do this, and she does that, and then this guy. I'm like, stop talking. Who has 51% of the vote? Who, whose throat is going to get choked, or bat, you know, back is going to get padded as a result of the success or failure of this mission? So, just I- implementing the the idea of having a single, like, ten people can be working on something. One of them owns it. One of them, 51% owns it. In the business world, most organizations aren't like that. So whether it's debriefing or having single points of accountability or um, having that strategic objective, just those little, it's so funny because in the military, that, those concepts are like breathing. And in the business world, people are like, oh my God, that's the most incredible thing I've heard. I'm like, oh man. And you know, the the final thing I'll add to this is contingency planning. Right. Mm-hmm. Before I walk out to the airplane, we sit there and go, what if, what if my engine fails here? What if the fuel tanker doesn't show? We, what if our plan to death, the time for me to figure out what I'm going to do if I get shot at by a missile over Afghanistan is not when I get shot at by a missile over Afghanistan. That's I sit true. in the air conditioning, sipping on my Diet Coke, deciding what if something goes wrong during the execution of this mission, I already thought through it right? It's, it's really interesting that, you know, people, if you ever listen to, you know, tapes of air-to-air engagement, you know, usually everybody's pretty calm, right? It's pretty calm because we briefed all of this. The only time you hear like elevated voices is when what happens? Something ain't going as briefed, right? But the vast majority of the time, the final part before we you know, before I go on a business mission or, or, or flying an airplane is the contingency planning the, the time to figure out what to do if something goes wrong, ain't when it goes wrong. So just these basic blocking and tackling things that I did in the military, applying them to the business world was like sliced bread. It was the coolest thing in the world. And I'm like, man, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> this ain't that hard.
0: <laughs> so true. And, um, yeah, I, re- I really feel that because I've been in sport for a while too. But more more so than that, I've spoken to some people on the podcast who do parkour, free running, you know, the guys who are on skyscrapers and tall buildings and stuff, jumping roof <sighs> gaps and stuff, yeah. crazy stuff. But I, I, always, I always ask them, how do you conquer that fear of it? And how do you how do you actually commit to something like that where your life's on the line? And they've always said it's all about the contingency planning. It's all about the preparation and stuff. They're yep. so clued up in what they're doing. And they're so aware of everything that could happen and exactly how it needs to happen that they just that fear just diminishes and um another really good point you made there as well i always found i've heard this advice before as well but um when starting companies and stuff and with anything where there's accountability involved it's so important to have that 51 percent, not 50 50 because then people just are at each other's throats and then there's so much conflict from that 50 50 it's so important to have that 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 defining ownership factor to it, isn't there? So you know exactly who's responsible. Um, And the other thing I thought as well was that doing tennis and with my business and stuff, and even this podcast, so important to have those short, medium, and long-term goals. And what you Mm -hmm. said uh, about the goal setting and stuff too, so true, so true. And the thing about really defining that mission plan as well is that when you when you start to break it down you've got all these things you know exactly what needs to be done what needs to be done to do it and the contingencies and everything time gets so much more used in such a more efficient way and um Mm -hmm. i've always found that especially it's like when when you start running around like a headless chicken trying to do a project and stuff and you just don't know exactly what needs to be done then it, it just it's a killer for time
1: yeah and it, it, people burn out in a tactical organization right if people show up to work every day and they don't even know what they're doing for lunch let alone their year mission objective people burn out mm-hmm. right running around with their head cut off they can't they just got their rusty machete and they're hacking it out in the woods man <laughs> instead of like knowing you know who- Who's up in the tower mapping out, here's the road over here that, that we're going to do. So if if you don't have all that stuff mapped out, people get burnout and also people stop to care, stop caring, right? Yeah. If they're like, I don't even know why I'm here. What, you know, what am I aligned to? So you're right. The more clarity you can provide people, it actually frees up a lot more time, right? Instead of just busy work.
0: So true. And yeah, I mean, when you when you have those, those broken down goals and you've got these things, it's it's a really, really good thing because then you can attach a timestamp to all of it, can't you? Right. And then the That's team exactly and right. stuff can be on board of it and everyone knows what needs to be done by when and f- for everything from yep. gym and personal, you know, fitness training and and yeah. growth and mental health, everything. It's just having that Absolutely. mission plan, it's so, so important.